Good Morning Friends, Volume 1, a collection of weekly radio messages by R.J. Rushdooney. Narrated by Jeremy Walker. Produced with permission by the Chalcedon Foundation. Chapter 17. In His Image. July 6, 1954. Good morning, friends. One of the saddest facts about us is that we are more interested in ourselves than in the more important things of life. We tend to be readier to study psychology, which tells us about our ways, than we are to study theology, which deals with God's ways. This tells us, of course, that there is something wrong with us, that we are basically self-centered, more interested in ourselves than in all heaven and earth. Why are we like that? Were we made that way? Did God, the Creator, make us so? The Shorter Catechism asked the question, quote, How did God create man? Unquote. Westminster Confession, Question 10. And then tells us that we were created in His own image, in knowledge, righteousness, and holiness, with dominion. If we were created in God's own image, as Scripture tells us, then we were not originally created self-centered, weak and sinful, but as men and women ordained to think God's thoughts after Him, to perform His will, and to delight in His way. The image of God in man is not a physical appearance, shape, or form, nor is it man's soul or mind as such. The image of God is knowledge, righteousness, holiness, and dominion. These are the things which characterize God. His knowledge is perfect and complete, His righteousness total, His holiness beyond our conceiving, and His dominion absolute and unbroken. We were created by God to exercise the functions of His image under His word and purpose. But man rebelled against God and tried to set up shop on his own. His slogan was, quote, Every man his own God, unquote, which was a total submission to the temptation, quote, You will be like God, unquote, Genesis 3.5. Now this is the reason why all of us are by nature self-centered, while we are more interested in ourselves than in the rest of the world, and why we enjoy talking more about ourselves than about God. Some people are ready to tell us all about their dreams, their hourly aches and pains, Junior's precious ways, their troubles with the monthly payments, and so on and on, but ask them about their faith in God, and they'll resent the question. After all, they'll tell you, my religion is my own private business. Well, it doesn't make sense to me. As far as I can see, our aches and pains, dreams and payments are all very private affairs, and yet we spend quite a bit of time making them public every day. On the other hand, God is a very truly important public matter, the only truly important one and the basic one. Individually and collectively, we stand or fall in terms of Him. Then why do we make ourselves a public matter and of God a private matter? Is it not because we rate ourselves as more important and unconsciously and instinctively see ourselves as God? We feel that the world should hear and know of the details of our life because life would not be full or complete without that proclamation. This is how we function in our capacity as little gods. But the tragedy is that our rebellion against God has marred and broken His image in us. We can never have true knowledge of anything unless we begin with God as Creator. Any other attempt to establish knowledge gives us only a world which is meaningless and monstrous, and knowledge itself a curse. Apart from God, 
There is no true righteousness, only self-righteousness, a disgusting, false, and hypocritical thing. As for holiness, it is more remote than the stars to man apart from God. All man's attempts to create holiness by pomp and circumstance, through magnificent services and rituals, through beauty and art, only leads to a greater mockery and a more obvious failure. The higher we build our pretenses, the more obvious our weakness becomes. As for dominion, man clearly has lost that. Man no longer has dominion over the world, or his own area of activity, or over himself. Self-control is a major public and private problem. It is a mental problem as well, and men, having lost control over their lives, find it hard to retain a hold on sanity and readily surrender to a helpless withdrawal from the world that will not submit to them. Thus the image of God in man is clearly broken, obviously shattered. Man is unable to be that which he was intended to be. But God does not leave us helpless this way. He comes to us in Christ to recreate a fallen humanity. By faith in Christ we are regenerated in the image of God, and this recreation is made perfect in the world to come. Paul reminds us of the nature and privilege of our regeneration in the image of God by saying, quote, Put on the new man, which is renewed in righteousness after the image of him that created him. Unquote. Colossians 3.10 And, quote, Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Unquote. Ephesians 2.24 And, quote, Do you not know that the saints shall judge or rule or have dominion over the world? Unquote. 1 Corinthians 6, 2.